I just got a horrible feeling that the train... You know when you're really tired? That's when the trains do shenanigans-y things, do you know what I mean? Don't say that. I, I tell you what, let's, let's have a live check right now. We are both very tired. Very tired. Very tired after a busy day. You're going to hear about it on the podcast right now, so do uh, put up with us mithering. But let's have a live check right now for me. Uh, let's go to Twitter and check Greater Anglia, because Bush is right. It's often when you are tired... There's jiggery pokery on your train journeys home. It Let's... kind of kicks you when you're down. Do you know what I mean? Kicks you when you're down. Let's have a look. We've both got sore bums from football. You're about to hear about this in the podcast, which you're going to love. But we've both got sore bums. Service update: disruption between Tottenham Hale and Stratford owing to a train fault. Greater Anglia tickets are being accepted on TfL Bus Route 158. Oh no! Is that you? Like a nightmare for you? Bloody marvellous! Oh my lord! <laughs> That was just a flipping offhand comment that it always seems to be the way. But now, our, our absolute tiredness peak. Oh, I could, I could cry for you, Richie. I've got ribs and chips waiting tonight. Rib, do you know what you should do, right? Go and get four cans of scrumpy. Get four cans of scrumpy, sit in Liverpool Street Station. Do you know what I'm doing right now? I'm actually checking your train line, because I'm hoping yours is as bad. If mine's bad, I'll, I'll get <laughs> scrumpy. Oh, what? Due to an earlier train fault, train services running across the whole C2C network may be, de- may be delayed up to seven minutes. Oh, well, you know, it's not too bad. <laughs> I'll still join you for a bit of scrumpy. <laughs> All right, fair enough. It's the podcast then. Absolute Radio. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Ritchie. With Tesco Mobile. Every little helps. The soundtrack you drive home on a Wednesday night's home time. With Bush and Ritchie, we are still in the no repeat guarantee. No songs repeated whilst you work. And if we accidentally repeat a song, you can put me or Richie in a headlock for an hour. <laughs> We're that confident we're not going to do it. I'm not sure I feel like a headlock today. I think the soreness of my body is beginning to come on after our early doors game of football this morning, which uh, you'll hear a little bit more about after five o'clock. You'll hear the result and uh, uh, what went on. But it was yeah. good fun this morning. It was. I've, we've both got sore backsides. I've got, I think I've strained my backside. Can I, you strain your backside? I've got, I've got a sore backside. I think that's what's happened. But anyway, yeah. um, on the way down there, you know, I rung you to see where you were. I was a little bit late. It was yes. a little late. Yeah. Yes. It's, it's okay. It's fine. It's fine. It's team, fine. team bus got stuck in traffic. But I don't. I, I, I don't often have the need to actually call you, so I'm not aware of what your phone number is. Yeah. I think you're sat on a gold mine. Seriously. What do you I've mean? Been, I've been thinking about this, and yeah. what I want to say to you next. I've, 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 I've thought this in my head. I don't think I'm going to be giving anything away that will mean you'll get crank calls. But your mobile phone number... Right. ...has six sevens in. Did you realise that? It does. It has six sevens in it. it, it whenever I say my number to someone, like ladies or whatever... <laughs> no, whenever I'm, like, you know, ordering something or leaving my number with someone, like pizzas, just on my own, um, they'll be like, oh, that's a nice number. That's an easy number to remember. Like, it's thanks very much. It's a great number. I, can't, I, I don't want to say too much, because obviously you, you will get crank calls, but... It's got a real 70 ring to it. It's not just like got six sevens in it. They're bunched in two sets of three. Yeah, now, I, I think mathematicians here, you need to be a bit careful. You shouldn't... Do you say... what, if someone can work that out and calls that many numbers, they deserve to get through another chat. <laughs> <laughs> but, I'll speak to them all night. But my point is, I'm sure I spoke to somebody once that said there is sort of like a dark web of phone numbers Yeah. where you, you go a couple of tiers down and there's these sort of like desirable numbers... And they go for like 
I'm talking thousands on the black market. Big, well, honestly, I, I, I spoke to a lady once, a Chinese lady, when I was doing some, something online, and she said to me when I, when I gave her my number, uh, she said, do you realise that someone would buy that number off you for quite a bit of money because it's like really good luck in the yes. Far East? Yes, that so, reason too. But I didn't realise she meant like thousands of pounds or whatever, do you know what I mean? Well, I think it's, I, I actually think this is, it's even better for you than we thought. Half so a mil. You, you've obviously got the... Because I think seven is a very lucky number in China. Absolutely. So you've got that side of things. Yeah. But equally, because of the ring of the number, I think it's on this desirable number list. I reckon... This is where, if you work in the telephonics industry, we want to hear from you. Well, we I do. Yeah, definitely. You know, let us know. Is, is this a thing? Is there a list of desirable numbers? How much can a number go for? I guess it's like personalised number plates. It is. It's the same kind of thing. I, basically, I want to know, is, is this going to be my last show because I'm going to make some big bucks? <laughs> 8, 12, 15 to text us or you can tweet us at Absolute Radio. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. Absolute Radio. Best tweet to say, Bush, we're trying to work out your number here in our office. What network are you on? <laughs> Come on now. Come on now. This is not how this is panning out, all right? I don't think it needs pan out in a bad way for you. I think I have helped you out with something here. So I, I stumbled across the fact this morning that Bush's mobile phone number network to be discussed uh, has in it six sevens. Six sevens grouped in two sets of three. Dan Cox says, I've got five sevens in mine and people are amazed at that. Six sevens is unheard of. It, I didn't realise. There you go. I, I literally didn't realise this was such a thing. You have a special number and I felt that I'd heard that numbers go for a lot of money on the black market and this kind of thing yeah. and you can sell and buy phone numbers and you could be sat on a gold mine. Imagine that, A folks. potential future earner. James tweets to say for the last 10 years you could buy what's called gold numbers gold they're numbers. really good you could buy them on like pay as you go people were spending 99p on like a sim and then porting numbers and selling them up for like something like £2,000 a number so my number could be worth £2,000 yeah 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 That's, it'd be weird though wouldn't it because like whenever people tell me their number and it's like a mix of numbers I always think oh it's disgusting you know being someone who's got like two sets of sevens in there. Yeah. I find your average run-of-the-mill number a little bit uncouth, and I don't want to look down my nose at people who've got average run-of-the-mill numbers. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? I think there's something more than just numbers here. I, I think, you know, this is... £2,000. It's a very run-of-the-mill thing here, but for you, it's a, it, it's a, it's, it's a huge gold mine. I can, I can take a, maybe a couple of weeks off work, get my hair permed, walk around in a kimono. Once upon a time, I thought that my collection of old football programmes was going to be a potential future earner. But they're not worth anything, are they? No, they're not, no. The, uh, the, the, the money, the market has just has fallen through. Bottomed out of it. Well, people listening right now, I mean, obviously the number thing's quite niche, but you must have something in your life, maybe in your house or something you own or something you have digital property rights to yeah. that might be a little earner in the future. If you insist on listening to them in your own time, then we can't really stop you. OK, let's get on with it then. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. I'm not going to be doing any more uh, specifics about my number because I've just received a text, ironically, from my other half saying, stop it. <laughs> I mean, I warned you. I can't help it. I'm like a golden retriever. <laughs> I'm so really trusting. <laughs> Stupid, but really trusting. Uh, we're, we're asking you if, if you have anything in your life where you're, you're sitting on what you think is a little gold mine. It's, it's going to make you money in time. Just to pick up on what Richie and I were saying earlier on, we both uh, at one point in our life have owned uh, football 
football match day programmes thinking yeah. they're going to make an absolute killing. Mm. And they're still worth like £2.50. Have a look on eBay. It's, it's, it's a disgrace what football programmes are worth these days. Everton versus Rapid Vienna, 985 Cup Winners' Cup Funnel, £2.50. <laughs> Chris Taylor says, I have Honor Blackman's, who in brackets, Pussy Galore's autograph on a flyer from her one-woman show in the late 90s. I'm sure in a few years' time, uh, it'll be worth a small fortune. It's gold mine. It is. Uh, Richard says, I have a Royal Dalton figure of a bird that is filled with whiskey. Why? <laughs> <laughs> I won it in a raffle years ago. Brilliant. Each year is getting more and more valuable. It's my retirement investment. And then Jim, going back to the phone numbers, says yeah. numbers can and will go for big bucks in Asia, especially those with the number eight. Uh, the more, the better. And yes, they can go for tens of thousands of pounds. Wow. But that's an eight, though, isn't it? That's annoying. I do. I'm not. I don't give me more details. <laughs> can't help myself. I've got a problem. I've got Joanne on the line. Let's just get on with her. Joanne uh, has got a special mobile phone number which has got something to do with a palindrome. What on earth is that, Joanne? Well, it, it, it's the sequence. Uh, I've got a sequ- two lots of sequences that re- read the same forward as they do backwards. So the first five read the same forward as they do backwards and then the next three also the same. All right, wow. I mean, okay, don't tell us any more numbers. I mean, yeah. you haven't told us any oh, yet. Oh, no. <laughs> no, 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 no. But this sounds like a, a GCSE maths question, doesn't it? Yeah, I mean, it, it's yeah, kind, there's kind of a weird code about it, and I kind of like that. It makes you feel like the number's special, yeah? Yes, very, very much so. And up at, uh, this, the only reason I know about palindromes is I always remember, like, my 26-year-old as he is now, but when he was about 11, he brought home some maths homework, and it was um, a palindrome number... Yeah. Which nobody knew what it meant at the time. Um, two less than a prime, but not a prime. That was a question, and it took six adults to realise what the actual answer was. And, that you, and it's something then you never forget, do you? Wow, <laughs> and, and if, if someone was to offer you £500 for your mobile phone number, would you sell that on and then just get a run-of-the-mill normal number that's not so interesting? Not for 500 quid, Andy, no. Oh, <laughs> she's thought about this. OK, okay. double your money, £1,000. £1,000. Yeah, £1,000, I might just do that. Oh, I thought you'd yeah. hold off for a little bit longer, but that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Absolute Radio. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. It's what happens when you take out all the music, travel, news, regular news and adverts from the show. Unfortunately, it still contains the two of them talking. Adam says, my father-in-law has a Dalek uh, from Doctor Who. It's worth £50,000 plus. <gasps> really? Yeah, I mean, that's incredible. Where does he keep his Dalek? He must. He, he has to have obviously worked for some kind of film studio back in the day, I'm guessing. Think of your house right now, where are you keeping a Dalek? Imagine saying to Natalie, <laughs> is it OK if I leave my Dalek dot, dot, dot? Uh, well, I don't know where I leave it. Where do you leave a Dalek? That's a phoner in itself. Patio shed. I good guess, idea, fair enough, I good do. start. I said swings and roundabouts. Uh, Andy has texted. Uh, do you remember Richard and his, his Royal Dalton birds I told you about? We were having a chuckle, but it's obviously worth quite a bit, isn't it, like you said? Andy says, uh, Bush and Richie, sorry to burst that bloke's bubble, but as an auctioneer and valuer, I can promise matey with his Dalton whiskey bird, it's actually not worth much at all these Uh, days. Should have sold it ten years ago. Oh, no, the poor guy. I know. It's... It's obviously worth a little bit. If anyone wants to text in and make him an offer, because I feel really bad now. I feel like we've like ruined his little nest egg that he was talking about. I mean, yeah. who's to say this bloke is an auctioneer and valuer? Exactly. We just have to take it at face value. But... I'd love to have a Royal Dalton whiskey bird. <laughs> Wouldn't we love a whiskey? Everybody loves a whiskey bird. 
Home Time Podcast with Bush and Richie. If you're listening, it's probably not home time anymore, but we can't be bothered to think of a new name. Absolute radio. Home time on a Wednesday night with a slightly delirious through to tiredness. Bush <laughs> and Richie haven't played five-a-side football uh, first thing this morning. Find out how we got on just after five o'clock on this show. Had to call Bush on his phone ahead of the football. Discovered he had six number sevens in his mobile phone. I think it's a bit of a goldmine for him. It's one of these numbers that could be worth a bit. Uh, Chris has emailed to say that uh, by his calculations, uh, our listeners have a one in 26,244 chance <laughs> of guessing your number. Stop it. Stop trying to crack the code. I don't want to speak to any of you, all right? Just leave me alone. I just want to go home. Uh, you remember Andy from earlier on? Maybe was, we had a fella call in about his vase with, uh, what was it again? It was a Royal, a royal Dalton whiskey bird. So he was dead excited about it. Auctioneer Andy texted in saying it's worth now. He should get rid of it. Then Andy's come back because we were down whether he's an auctioneer or not. Andy's back on now. He says, look, if you choose to believe I am indeed an auctioneer and a valuer, then you may also choose to believe my cheeky insider's tip on an, infor- an affordable investment, Lego. Really? Hopefully I'm not wrong as my airing cupboard is full of it. Apparently Lego, get by and that, because that could be worth a bit in the future. And store it in airing cupboards to keep it dry. What a great idea. Love it. Uh, Jake is hanging on. This could be a proper gold mine. What do you got, Jake? Well, what it is, it's uh, the London 2012 Olympic torch, because I was fortunate enough to carry it when it came round in uh, 2012, and then afterwards wow. we got to keep it. Um, and I think we're, it's got the, cast, uh, the gas canister taken out of it, so you can't use it anymore as an actual torch, but it's got a nice little replica stand in the corner of the room for this golden torch. And at the time, there was going for a significant pretty penny around the Olympics. Um, but it's something I'd never get rid of, but it's just great. It's a great... Everyone asks about it. When any, anyone comes over, it's always... How have you got one of them? Jake, look, we were talking about the bloke with the Dalek earlier. Where do you keep a replica Olympic torch? Yeah. Literally, it is in the corner of the spare bedroom. Okay, it hasn't hasn't got stuff in it, has it? It You you know, like wires draw. You don't keep your mobile phone wires in your Olympic (laughs) torch, do you? No, he's he's got a a custom-made stainless steel stand, and it sits upright at about a metre and a half, and it's literally the first thing people are drawn to when they go in the room. Can I ask you a question? Uh, Which bit did you do? Where were you running round then in London on the way towards lighting the actual torch? Yeah, no, it was was way before it was in Doncaster where I actually did it. It was local to the Doncaster area, um, but it was the actual flame that gets passed through. The torch relay, wasn't it? Yeah. So I got to carry it through there. It was a great, at the time, it was a great little chat line because you'd sort of say, sort of, sort of, all the women, do you want to see my Olympic torch? It's a week long. Uh, <laughs> right, that's it, you. Get off. <laughs> Get him off. Absolute Radio. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. Supergrass. Sun hits the sky. Second song of today's Absolute Radio 90s on Home Time. Some motion colours seen beforehand. Uh, Wednesday night, it's Bush and Richie. There is a football-related final treat uh, for today's Ooh. Absolute Radio 90s on the way. Next. Ooh, are you going to like that? <laughs> Meanwhile... Let's take you back a little bit. Richie and I wanted to put on a five-a-side football game for people who can't play football anymore because life and kids and stuff has got in the way. Uh, we enlisted over the course of talking about it on the Home Time Show two sets of brilliant Home Time Absolute Radio listeners yep. to come down and help us. And they travelled from miles around. We spoke to a lad last night, came down from Doncaster. Another guy from the Forest of Dean this morning. They're getting up at like three o'clock in the morning because the game was 8am first thing and this morning was D-Day, wasn't it? It was indeed. Uh, as a 42 
22-year-old lapsed five-a-side goalkeeper. I thought I should do about 15 minutes worth of stretching. And boy, did you stretch. And I did stretch. And I have to tell you, as I sit here right now on this stool, I think I should have done a further 15 minutes of stretching. <laughs> why, why have we both got sore bums? I don't know. I mean, I understand bum. it myself because I was diving around, but yourself, it's a query. I know, it really is. Thanks very much. Uh, so, look, it was my team, Bushy Adornment, versus... Richie's team, Railway Madrid. That's right, uh, yes. Before the game actually took place early doors this morning, uh, obviously we went into a huddle and had a team talk. Mm. This is what I said to my team, Bushy Adornment. Right, Bushy Adornment, this is the day of destiny. We stick to our game plan. We employ the Firebird formation. OK, we put a couple of early long shots in on Firth just to rough him up a little bit. If you run past Richie when he's in goal, sledge him, bit of chat, that kind of stuff. Oh, mate, your shoelaces are undone. Where'd you get your hair done? Do you want me to get them for you? That kind of stuff, OK? Do a bit of Vinnie Jones, little... Anything goes. Anything goes. No holds barred. What on earth is the Firebird formation when it's a host? Still closely guarded secret, I'll tell you. <laughs> I had a few words to say to my boys. Gentlemen, this is going to be quite some battle this morning. Thank you very much. We are pioneers of early morning five-a-side football. I'm suggesting, obviously, myself in goal here for Railway Madrid. Um, if we look at ourselves as these crosses, I'm suggesting uh, an anchor at the back. I said anchor at the back, uh, who can move into midfield when we are pushing forward, which I expect to be in plentiful times. Uh, we have two wingers here. We have uh, a, a striker. We'll assign some positions in a second. But obviously, these wingers have the opportunity to go forwards and backwards which I think is a revolutionary tactic who's a speed merchant I'm a runner left or right footed right but left's okay left's okay I'm hearing that so you yeah. can go left wing yeah. cut in on the right right winger anchor poacher Sweet. goalkeeper Loving winners that. let's do this come on boys let's do it let's do it come on. let's get it let's get it there was a bit of chat on the Facebook uh, comments section that you are the David Brent of Team Talks <laughs> <laughs> I think it's undisputed that we have just heard two fantastic tactical team talks. But which one worked? You'll find out after this 90s gem. Well, some of the crowd are on the pitch. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. Absolute Radio. Concluding another barnstorming edition of the Absolute Radio 90s, this new order. Do you know what, there's no other song that makes me just want to throw a ball and run after it than that. Do you know what I mean? I agree with you. I would equally say it doesn't have to be around a football match for me to hear that song and love it. It's a great song. It's a fantastic song. Uh, but what a perfect song to play as we tee everybody up for the big result of our early doors five-a-side football match this morning. And I think the the uh, I don't know the optimism and the joy of football, the innocence of football that's in that song is what we were doing this morning because we wanted to just try and I don't know we were looking at ways of sneaking sport. In into the working day because it's so it's just good to get out there and have a run around isn't it it definitely is it was about real life it's about the fact that we used to love playing in the evenings and just don't have a life to do it in the evenings anymore so why not have a game of football at 8 o'clock as if we're pretending that the rest of the world isn't even happening that's love what it. this morning was all about two teams one captain by myself Railway Madrid and one by Bush Bushy Dortmund but who won yes let's find out here we go 
Well, that was a close run thing. It was, wasn't it? I'd love to say football was the winner, but it was actually my side who won 8-7. <laughs> but wow, considering it was 7-3 at half-time, that was quite some comeback. Thank you very much, Richie. We employed the Firebird manoeuvre, which is still closely a guarded secret. Uh, and yeah, we had, a, we had a big second half comeback, but it wasn't enough to clinch victory, sadly. Uh, but you were able to uh, score your goal past me, which was the goal that I was fearing that was going to happen uh, for the duration of the game. Uh, I have an engraver working on a still of that <laughs> as we speak. <laughs> <laughs> but what a success. Uh, but unfortunately, it's my duty to have to present you guys with the inaugural Early Doors Five Side Football Trophy. Thank it? you very much. It is a pleasure. Boys, gather round. Slow clap, that's it. Cricket clap. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, the winners of the 2019 home time Early Doors Five Side League game is Railway Madrid. <laughs> Outrageous behaviour, like, like the American team in the Women's World Cup. Um, there is a little teaser on our Absolute Radio Facebook page and on our Twitter right now uh, of what went down today. The full, full highlights, the full highlights, the full match rights. We've uh, we've uh, we've secured a deal. Will be going out tomorrow uh, when you will also be able to see the goal that Bush put past me. It was a little beauty into the corner. As an Everton fan, this hurt at the time. But the one Ian Rush put through on the uh, FA Cup final, the not the camera over, it was one of them. <laughs> but we still lost it. If you missed that, the final score was 8-7 to Richie's team but they were 7-3 up at half time so we had a hell of a comeback in the second half we were puffing and blowing a bit in the second half puffing and blowing <laughs> puffing and blowing check out the video and you never know we might do it again soon Home time with Bush and Richie with Tesco Mobile spread the cost of the latest phones with flexible contracts that lower your monthly bill Tesco Mobile every little helps terms and conditions apply Home time on Absolute Radio it's a Wednesday night always great to hear my auntie on the radio it's the final week of 10 weeks of tickets and we're giving away tickets to see Muse live at the Birmingham Arena. All you need to do to take part in our little competition is to get in touch. It's called Who Claims Wins? Should we speak to our first contestant? Please. She's called Alison. Where are you from, Alison? Hi, I'm from Danbury. Where's that? I've never heard of that before. Danbury, it's in Essex. Stanbury, what, what can we do? Richie and I day trip to Stanbury. What are we doing? First thing. Uh, there's some good pubs there on the hill, very nice pubs on the hill. Lovely, you you had us at pub London. on the hill. Do you reckon they do Hunter's <laughs> Chicken? That's Richie's favourite pub dinner, Hunter's Chicken? 100%, 100%. Beautiful. There you go, an absolute shoeing. Good to right. speak to you, Alison. Let's go to uh, line number two and say all right to Anthony. You all right? I'm all right. How are you, gents? We're very good. good. Where are you from, Anthony? Uh, I'm from Newcastle under Lyme. Newcastle under Lyme. Under Lyme. Where's that? I've never heard of any of these places tonight. It's Stoke. It's near Stoke on Trent. Brilliant. And Richie and I coming up there. We're having a day trip. Maybe staying in a and b We'll discuss that later on. What can we do for our night out? Uh, go to Newcastle or go to the Orange Tree for an house meal. All right. So those Ooh, are great places great. to eat. We're eating well tonight, aren't we? What we should do is a tour of uh, l locations where people have phoned in for 10 weeks of tickets. <laughs> great shout. Just go and say hello. Meet some of our favourite contestants as well. There's been some great ones. <laughs> the lad who did all the tennis names. <laughs> I'd like to meet him again. Uh, right, here's the rules, guys. We're going to give you a random topic. It has many possible answers. Alison, you will have to say how many answers you think you could give in 30 seconds. Anthony, you will then have the opportunity to claim if you think you could name more or less than Alison and whoever thinks they could claim more will then have 30 seconds to do just that and if they manage it it's tickets to go-go go. if they don't 
It's tickets to no-no. No. Let's play Who Claims Wins? Here we go then, Alison. How many comedians to win the main prize at the Edinburgh Fringe Festival from 1990 onwards do you think you can name in 30 seconds? And we'll only accept the main prize and not newcomer award winners. Three. Three is Alison's opening offer. Anthony, do you think you could name more or do you want to challenge Alison to do her three? I'll go for four. Four from Anthony. Alison, do you want to uh, challenge Anthony for his four or are you going to go higher than four? I'll challenge. He can do his four. Anthony, 30 seconds for those four comedians. Go. Tim Vine, Mickey Flanagan, Alan Carr, Peter Kay, Johnny Vegas, uh, Lee Mack, John Bishop, Sean Locke, uh, Oh, Peter Kay, so, um, Johnny Vegas, uh, Paddy McGuinness. No, gone. Time is up. Oh, that is difficult. Anthony, you you named a lot of comedians there. Unfortunately, I'm afraid you didn't get the four. Okay. I'm I'm really Mate. sorry, fella. Um, I'm not wishing to be brutal. Unfortunately, none of them uh, were uh, were main prize winners. That is, but you named a lot there. So hard luck. That is commiserations. I feel bad for him because he did a good job. He but did do a good job. It's just how tough this competition is, isn't it? It is. Which means, Alison, you are heading to see Muse live in Birmingham. Yay, thank you so much. Thank Congratulations. You. Yeah, I mean, you 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 challenged him to go for it. That's just how you play the game. It's very good work. Thank you very much. All right, I do we'll, feel bad, but we, thank you. We will see you soon for Hunter's oh. Chicken, yeah? <laughs> yes. yes. Uh, we'll have more opportunities to play tomorrow to see Muse Life in Birmingham. If you'd like to be that person, call us now at 0330 123 1215. We'll take your calls until 5.58. And how ironic is this? We're going to play Muse now and it's time is running out. Look at that. Absolute Radio. The Home Time Podcast with Bush and Richie. This is Home Time. It's Absolute Radio. It's Bush and Richie. Wednesday evening and a bit of hosier. And take me to church. Do you know what? I had a meal last night after work that was so good that I think I may have started a new religion. <laughs> I'm calling the religion bread and butterism. Allow, oh, me, to, right. allow me to explain. Uh, Basically, I had a left-at-home-alone tea. We've talked about these on the show before. Uh, basically, for me, if my other half, Katie, goes out... Uh, well, when Katie's there, she keeps me on the straight and narrow, and we eat well, OK? We'd like, she's vegetarian, and we eat good stuff, that kind of thing. Try not to have too many desserts, etc., which is good for us, and that's the right thing to be doing. However, when she's not here, like she was out last night, I absolutely revel in not only tracky bottoms, but eating complete muck. Do you Whis- know what I mean? Whisper it quietly, and you don't have to agree with me if you don't... But quite often, the left-at-home meals are some of the best. Some of the best. When you you know no one is there to pick you up on anything, you can have whatever you want. And sometimes you kind of revel in that. So what did you have? I had a chicken jalfrezi, microwaved, Mm. with (laughs) bread and butter on the side. Bread and butter on the side. And 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 that's where bread and butterism has come from. I think this religion, if it, it can be made into religion, is the unswerving belief that bread and butter is kind of the perfect accompaniment to, I think, pretty much any meal. I have bread and butter with a lot of stuff, you know. Okay, let me test this one out. Let me test this one out. I got in relatively late last night, so I needed a quick meal. Okay. 
uh, Noki is is quick. Once, very, very once quick. you've bored up that pan, two minutes, wait for the little balls to uh, bounce at the top, and you're there. Okay. All right. So that's what I did. I bored up some Noki, mixed it with some pesto, shaved a bit of parmesan. Lovely. Boom. You got a dinner. Yep. Would that have worked if I had taken a slice of bread, buttered it? And then, what well, are you sort of like? Are you using the? Are you using the slice as sort of like some kind of mitt to then put the jalfrezi in with? Yeah, a couple of people last night because I took a photo of it and put it on Twitter. A couple of people were calling it a dinner sandwich. Like you can scoop up a great bit of jalfrezi with it. You I know would I mean? absolutely have put gnocchi and pesto in a buttered slice. Oh, absolutely! I think it would taste lovely with it. Yeah, a lot taste- of carbs. A lot of carbs. Just um, before anyone points it out, but yes, it's a lot. But obviously, as we you know, we play football earlier on, so we are kind of athletes trying to peak our performance. We were having to bulk you know up I mean? last night. Yeah, yeah, but but I think I'm, I'm trying to think in my mind. Right, think of evening teas. I can't think of an evening tea that wouldn't be made better with bread and butter with it. And I have bread and butter with with most things. Like uh, sometimes I've had bread and butter with a Chinese takeaway. I'll shout pizza at you. I would still have bread and butter with that. How? Just on the side. I I eat a pizza with a knife and fork. That's the other religion, knife and forkism. But I'll cut that, dip it into a bit of tomato ketchup, slice of the bread with it, with butter, all in one go, goes an absolute treat. Okay. I think we need to pressure test this. We do need to pressure test it. (laughs) So what are we going to do? We get people to... What did you have last night? Yeah. See, for me, it was the knocking the pesto. Tell us what you had last night, and we'll test this out to see whether your meals last night, or indeed what you've got lined up tonight, work with bread and butter. for a podcast we told them to do it themselves and here it is the hometown podcast with bush and richie maybe on the verge of a new religion called bread and butterism uh i think we're both quite strong believers that bread and butter can make any evening evening meal even better if you're about to sit down for your tea and you've got absolute radio on the background first of all well done you secondly add bread and butter i think it'll make it better so we're asking you to pressure test bush's uh, new religion here by getting you to uh, tell us what you had last night or indeed what you got lined up tonight would it work with bread and butter i think it's fair to say the congregation are queuing outside yeah, well yeah and we will give you an instant decision one way or the other this person says for heaters Yes. Really? Mop it up. I'd suggest, and I am with you on this, but I have to counter some of these, I'd suggest <laughs> that the fajita itself, the tortilla, tortilla, is indeed a slice of bread. Oh, so as so long as you're the having the fajita mix with, yeah, you don't have a tortilla, but I'd say the, your slice is substitute. I don't know, I'd have the fajita and then wrap the bread around the outside of it. <laughs> Okay. Honestly, I, lo- I love having bread and bread with stuff. I love it. Uh, this text says, lads, my mate Kestrel has lasagna between two <laughs> slices of bread. That's <laughs> us northern boys for you. I want to meet Kestrel. <laughs> I like the sound of Kestrel. I like the we cut can't. of his gym. Uh, Hoff says bread and butter goes with everything, even crisps and bananas. Uh, Sam says... Wait, uh, banana in a... No. Banana sandwich. Okay. Banana butty, one of the best things you can ever have. Sam says, uh, Bush, shepherd's pie, microwave last night when the missus was out, six slices of bread <laughs> and a nice thick spread of butter. I think that's amazing. <laughs> I, I love it when not just one slice of bread and butter, six slices of bread and butter. And no name attached to this one, but they're very confident in their delivery. Chicken tikka slice in bread and butter sandwich. Eat tonight, thank me tomorrow. There you go. <laughs> Home Time Podcast with Bush and Richie. If you're listening, it's probably not home time anymore, but we can't be bothered to think of a new name. 
Incoming for Crowded House after the cricket at the weekend. Don't know whether anyone else spotted that the uh, the DJ at Lords was uh, playing a fair bit of Crowded House, obviously because they are Kiwis. And then there's only been like a couple of bands come out of New Zealand, isn't there? So, well, actually, can't name anyone else from New Zealand. I'm struggling. Uh, fall at your feet on Home Time Wednesday evening. It's Bush and Ritchie on Absolute Radio. Last night, my girlfriend was out, so I had a microwave Jalfrezi with bread and butter. And we're just saying, we're, we're launching a new religion style on this show, bread and butterism, uh, the ethical uh, approach to eating where you have bread and butter with absolutely everything. Let us know what you've had for tea last night or are you having this evening, and I bet you it will be better if you had bread and butter. Whether there has ever been a rate of converts to a new religion like this, I- I've never seen in my life. Yes. Uh, Bush, Richie just made a paneer biryani and I've put that between a couple of slices with butter. <laughs> Yamarillo says peanut and weasel in Aylesbury. Loving those names as well. Paul Vine has tweeted in to say lasagna and garlic bread last night that's not made better with bread and butter unless the whole thing was stuffed into a sandwich. You might be onto something, guys. And he adds, everything is better with bread and butter because everything is better in a sandwich. <laughs> the Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. Absolute Radio. That's another podcast in the bag. We urge you have a little look at the highlights video of our football uh, match, which is on our Facebook page right now. And then the main highlights come out, well, I'm saying, when can I say this time-wise? <laughs> That's a good point. It's really difficult. In, in podcast land, there is no time. There is no time. We, we, Richie and I are almost like, you know that bit in Superman where they're trapped in that mirror flipping through space? Yeah. It's like that in a podcast. We've got no idea of space and time. I'll tell you what, let's be vague. Have a check of the Amsterdam Radio socials. There may be highlights there. All depends when you're listening. Yeah, you might like it. (laughs) 